From across the pond, this is Off the Record with Big C. And thank you, Shaggy. Although he's not across the pond from us tonight, he's actually in the CBW uh, GB studios with us here. Just here. In fact, just here, he's going he's gonna to gate crash. Video bombing. He's video bombing, yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, episode 59, off the record. Stinky Pete is also in the same studio oh, yeah. as me. So I'm having first time. First time actually in this studio. Um, and our special, our very special, our very special, wonderful guest this week to offer a 20 at least. It could be more, like there is from everyone, everywhere. Oh, there's definitely more. Definitely more, that's what we like to hear. A few honorary mentions of a desert island track. So the ones that you can't really do without if you're stuck on a desert island, given that there is some sort of electricity uh, on the island. Um, and it's Jackie Martin, our good friend Jackie Martin that we met on Twitter. Fellow Spurs we did. fan. Fellow Spurs fan. And Indeed. Attended a Billy Joel concert, which is above your right ear as we speak. That very September concert. 2016. That's the one. And it was a good concert as well. Oh, it was brilliant. Brilliant. My second no, time seeing him. No spoilers as to whether or not there's a Billy Joel song in there, but... I'm guessing there might be. I'm thinking there <laughs> might be. You might be right. I'm going Billy Joel. I'm going Billy Joel On our well. list, Billy Joel features. And I think um, Cole knows which one it is as well. <laughs> I got it right. So. You did. <laughs> well, we don't know yet for sure. No, no, when she said that, we know that's true. So we know is, it's true. That you may be right. That clairvoyant thing with a crystal ball. We're all, we're it, right worked. It, worked. it worked. It worked. Okay. You may be right. I may be crazy. Not be any Pink Floyd either. You may be right. See, maybe that's a Billy Joel song. It is. Right. It is a Billy Joel well, song. So yeah. Right. Okay. In, before we start, though, I think you want to mention something about Andy White, maybe from Yes. I just was very sad. We lost. I was very saddened to have the demise of. Uh, Alan White from Yes, yeah, on uh, last week. He was um, the last remaining full-time member who'd been with the band since he joined and um, one of the world's great drummers and sadly now no longer with us. So, yeah, big shout-out to Alan White. Sadly missed from the drumming community, I suspect. R.I.P. Alan White. R.I.P. Alan White. It was an Andy White that played with the Beatles initially. <laughs> I've got to get a Beatles in. Oh, if you really? mention yes, I've got to mention the Beatles. Yes, There's an Alan so. White who used to play with Morrissey. We don't mention Morrissey yeah, nowadays. No, Morrissey no. is... No, no. see, if I'd, if I'd been doing this maybe five years ago, I would... There'd be a Smith song in there. ...would have been Morrissey, but now can't go yeah. anywhere near Morrissey, Smiths, anything. Yeah. It just, it's just all ruined. Because he's yeah, such an ass. Yeah, totally. I've, I've, I've got the same problem with the hood. So, um, currently oh, residing. Yeah, totally with you on that. Completely. Currently residing in Knobsville, Arizona, is, yeah. is Morrissey, isn't he? Yeah, what is interesting is because you got half of those people are in Knobsville, Arizona, and the other half are dead um, because they should have been arrested a long time ago. So, yeah, it's kind of, yeah, there's a, there's a whole bunch of people we don't mention, like mm. Jimmy Savile. So you're mentioning that, or, or Gary Glitter. Or Gary, Gary Glitter. Glitter, yeah, oh Gary, and, Gary and Jimmy. 
Look, let's, we're regular not, appearances on this show. We're not going down a paedophile route. So, um, it's always good fun having new guests on, telling us their songs. We don't know what you're going to pick, even though I think I might have got one of them already. Um, so, we can still talk about that one because it's a great song. If it's the it one, is. It is. If it's the one I think it is. Um, so, how did you go about working out your 20? I mean, did you, did you look like for artists and think, right, I'm going to have one from them? one from them, one from him, one from her, or is it just like memories from the past? It's a bit of both, really. It's What I did realise, it's much easier to do 20 albums instead of 20 songs, because an album Mm. is a whole experience. It's, it's, you know, everything has a, has a place and it's, it's in that order for a reason. And not all the songs are great on there, but they all work together majority of the time. I'm sure Pete's nodding behind me. Absolutely, my thing. Like choosing 20 singles would be almost impossible. Choosing 20 albums, I could do like that because they no. agree totally. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Reason. Brilliant. So I so I did do I went through a list of the artists that I like the most, and then just songs that that make me happy cheer me up I've, I've stayed away from sort of songs that remind me of relationships and all that nonsense these are these are my songs yeah why not <laughs> these are songs that i like i hope there's a one or two at least that pete's gonna really hate because that will make my day oh at least at least it's 18 five maybe. or six at least <laughs> Sorry, Pete. I, I can't should, sing. No, 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 I shall maintain my usual equilibrium. <laughs> I shall just smile and think, poor girl. And block me on Twitter. <laughs> no, no, I don't block anyone on Twitter, only knobs. So uh doesn't block anyone on Twitter. Right, okay, let's let's get cracking then. So um I take it they're in no particular order. They're just randomly No, not really. I do have a favourite song, but you can leave that's it to kind of the end. It's, it's, it's quite far down the list, actually. I think I've written, because I was just sort of writing notes about each one as I was yeah, yeah. as I was thinking of them. So I think it's the penultimate one. Okay. Cool. The so, one with um, four lots. But I, no, I, do have, I do have some extras. I've got more than 20. So at the end, oh, you that's fine. veto any, I can replace yeah, no, we them. Always have, uh, we always have... Uh, there are always a few honorary mentions. Out. Yeah, yeah, and shout-outs. Shout honorary mentions. Fabulous. Okay, Good go stuff. on then. Start, start off, Jackie. What you got first? Um, first one is slap bang in the middle of the 90s. Sorry, Pete. 1995, um, Yes by McCalman and Butler. Oh. Um, David McCalman and Bernard Butler, who Bernard recently Butler, left yeah. Suede. Um, he'd had a quite a bit of breakup with Suede and he left and it was all very... It wasn't a great period for Suede, a bit kind of noodly guitar-y and then Bernard comes back with this amazing stonking anthem full of brass and strings and David McCormick's beautiful voice and it's just such a good F.U. song at the end of the day which is wonderful um but not in a in a bitter way it's it's um it's uplifting and it all whenever it's on the radio the volume just gets cranked right up it's quite a big hit i seem to remember wasn't it it was it was the album's very good actually the sound of mccarman and butler was very good um but it was it's 
It is a joyous noise. Yeah. I'm trying to find out. These ones are Mac and Mook. I can never find it. Is it under MA or is it under, under MC? Uh, MC. It, it should be MC. Going to see where where it got to in the chart because I'm sure it was a, a quite a big old. I would have said top twenty. Hit. Yeah, I'd say it was a top twenty. Now, this is an, an absolute mystery to me because not only have I never heard of this song, all these people, I've never heard of Suede. So ah! that is kind of yeah, that's a good start. But so it's a, a something I'm learning. <laughs> This is good. <laughs> Never so yet, an, yet another 1990s band. I shall have to go and decide what Never heard on. of Suede. <laughs> no, I mean, I've seen you in yeah, some man, blue suede shoes. Yeah, I've yeah, seen I you in blue suede shoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I'm all over the blue suede shoes, obviously. And rightly so. But suede? No, nah, no idea. You know Richard Osman, the guy on uh, Pointless? The, bright, the, the clever bloke that supports Fulham. Yes. That's the one. His, yes. his, brother's his in brother is in suede. Mm. So presumably his brother also, or his brother also writes better books than Richard Osman does. You don't like Richard Osman books? No. Matt, Matt, wrote, one, Matt bought one out last year, the name of which I forget, but it was infinitely superior. I thought. I, I, well, I, I, this is this show is always an education. So there we go. A band I've never heard of, related <laughs> to a bloke who's on. You know, you know Richard Osman. I know Richard Osman. Yes, I follow yeah. him on Twitter. And you know, he's very funny. He is not bad on Twitter. I must admit. I don't know what, what um, happened to David McCallum, though. I don't know. I would imagine. No, I don't. Know, I don't remember much, much else by him, to be honest. I would imagine. Uh, oh, here we are. About that. I actually got to number six. Oh, really? No, number eight. I can't. Number really eight. Write okay. Like I didn't buy enough casingles. We've done now. Oh. I'm done with that for the moment, anyway. <laughs> so yes, McCormick and Butler. I think I might right. have, I might have tweeted it the other day for some reason. It must have been a an anniversary of it entering the chart or one yes, of theirs. I think you did. I think I remember that. I think I did. Yeah. Someone look at my tweets. I look at your tweets and after stuff you tweet, I got never heard never of heard of them. Yeah. You <laughs> can have a little more listen. education. Yeah, it, it, it literally. This is a voyage of discovery. I'm all up for it. It's good, isn't it? But there you go. Number one, you've learned. Wow. Yes, fabulous. By McColment and Butler. Right. Quite a high pitched voice, isn't there? Or very. A... Oh, he's got a beautiful voice. Very high. Yeah, lovely. Mm. Um, shall we do That's Joel then? Well, no, I don't have yeah. a high pitched voice. No, you haven't got a high pitched voice. voice. But anyway, yeah. Okay, yeah. Move on now. Number two. Shall we do Joel? Go on then. You okay. know which one it is. I'm gonna dive in here and say. It's going to be scenes from an Italian restaurant. Of course it is. Of course it is. Of course it is. Um, just go. Well, The Stranger is almost a perfect album, isn't it? It's just full it of is. incredible songs. Um, Pretty much a breakthrough-ish album, I would say. For yeah. I always get my Joel albums wrong chronologically. I can never remember kind of Glass Houses is before. 77, I think this was. Yeah, so, yeah, I think Glass Houses was... Did that have it still rock and roll to me on it? Yes, I think Glass so. Houses, so that, would yeah, been... that, that, that would have been 80, I think. Oh, 80. okay. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, I wasn't my... really aware of Joel until kind of Uptown Girl, and a friend of mine was a really big fan and kind of educated me. And yes. um, 
yeah, I, and my sister bought me The Stranger that year for Christmas and just, so that would have been about, gosh, about 89, maybe. Right, okay. Um, when I was There's about 12 years late for the album. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> got there. Got there in the end. Well, in 1977, I was two, so I wasn't really a Joel oh, fan. No. I'm depressed. <laughs> That's <laughs> really <interesting. laughs> Um, oh it's just brilliant it's a wonderful song it brings back really happy memories um of of our trip to the concert at Wembley well of course of course yeah I can't believe it was six years ago no neither can I it's ridiculous and I can't believe that was the first time we played Wembley Stadium either yeah or was it arena hang on yes stadium. stadium yeah stadium yeah Oh, I can't believe that's the first time you played there. That's insane. Now, I was going to interrupt you there and say, Pete, sings, of Ita- sings from Italian restaurant. Surely you've heard of that one. I've heard of it. I couldn't hum it. And I do quite like Billy Joel, but I wouldn't rush out to go and watch him. Well, he, he wouldn't rush out to see you either, I'm to sure be fair. So it's entirely <laughs> neutral. But so, no, Billy Joel is okay. He's, he's, he's a good pianist. He writes good songs. He's got a decent voice. I liked Uptown Girl. Was that him? That was him. Oh, there we go. So, that was um, him, yeah. Not not really sort of indicative of his well, it's possibly, general possibly style of music. It. it was more of a, that was more of a, like a pastiche, is that the word, of like the 50s, I 60s think, music that he listened to? Yeah. The I video think. certainly was, Do what wasn't it? Things. Yeah. And every time he plays the UK, he's always surprised how big a reaction Uptown Girl gets over here because it yeah. didn't seem to be as, you know, as big a hit elsewhere. I think it was because we all like Christy Brinkley, to be honest. I think uh, it was. Yeah, that video. Yeah. You know, I mean, I think that was what sold it. Yeah. Well, that I think uh, Tell Her About It was a bigger hit in the States, actually, which came out before Uptown Girl, oh, actually. Tell Her About It. Same album? Well. Yeah, there you go. It's remarkable. Same album. Billy Joel songs I know, in fact. So Same that album. would be. Oh, yeah, that would be Innocent, Innocent Man. Man. Yes. Which it, it, I nearly went for an Innocent Man, actually, as a song, because oh, I really? love that. Does the Innocent um, Man know? <laughs> Sorry, it was an obvious. <laughs> an, ob- you know, an obvious joke. You throw up the ball and unlock it out of the park. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But the, yeah, the strange, I think I prefer The Stranger to uh, Innocent Man, if I'm honest. I mean, yes. so many great songs on there. The Stranger um, You've Got. The Stranger, Sings from Italian Restaurant, Only Vienna. the Good Die Young, Only the Good Die Young, Vienna. She's Always a Woman. What yeah. a song that is. Just a classic. Just. Hang on, is that She's Always a Woman to, to me? me. Yeah. I know that one as well. I might, hey! have buy, I, might, I might have to buy this album. You're going to have to buy Greatest Hits, No, Pete. no, no, buy The Stranger. The Stranger's yeah, a you're beautiful You're going to buy a Billy Joel album and then buy a Stranger. Get in touch with your, your junkie, your, your junkie. Yeah. Your vinyl man, my your vinyl, dealer, your dealer. dealer. I didn't mean junkie, I meant my dealer. Freudian <laughs> slip. Uh, <laughs> I'll get my dealer to get me a copy of Stranger. Of the Stranger, yeah, it's a good yeah. album. It's not, oh, it's very good. It comes within the remit of. Uh, it comes within my remit of 65 to 83. So, yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. Well, so does Innocent Man, actually. 
that was 83. Uh, but I love that song, yeah. It's very, uh, it's like three parts to it, really, isn't it? It is. It's like a little operetta. I was going to say, is it prog? It's very prog. Oh, we're going to love Sounds it. Sounds very prog, actually. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Sounds like, yes, fantastic. And it involves drinking bottles of red wine and white wine that as well. That sounds even better. And rosé. And rosé. Yeah, that's a bit Perhaps a bottle of rosé instead, in fact. Mm-hmm. Yeah, rosé? No, I'm not so sure. But anyway. Number two, then, Billy Joel. And that's one that I have. Check. Tick. <laughs> okay, number three. Number bring three. it on, Jack. Um, got? I've got Bring It On Home To Me by Sam Cooke. Ah, oh, damn. I was going to put that down on my list. Great voice, Sam. Were yeah. you? Absolutely. I definitely voice. was going to put Bring It. I remember you've said in the past, uh, I think when I've tweeted it, and you've said, I love yes. that song. One of my yeah. favourite oh. songs. I would have, if I had more time, I only, only sort of started writing down about 10 minutes before we came on air, so uh, or before you came on. So, uh, yeah, I would have put Bring It On. I'm taking that, actually. because no, come on. That's it was cheap. in my head. No, it was no. in my head. Half a like point, saying, I'd say. Like Half England a point. won the European trophy against Italy because we, I mean, you can't have that. No, sorry, I'm not having it. We did win it, didn't we? <laughs> in my mind, we did. <laughs> we didn't miss anything. Um, yeah. Anyway, yeah. yeah oh, Cook. his voice is just like any others. Beautiful, silky voice, yeah. like liquid that... chocolate, just heavenly. And it was no. a B side. Weirdly, it was a B side to have in a party, and you think, hang on, that's the wrong way around. That is <laughs> surely. Yeah, they should have. They should have done a. Maggie May reason to believe thing on that and switch them around yes. and make Maggie May the A-side like he did and make, bring it on home to me for Sam Cooke. What was it? Definitely. Probably 60, 61, so? 62. Around that time I would... 62, was it? I was close. That's around right. that. How old were you in 62, Cole? I was um, oh, about three. Depends when it was in 1962. That was but, the year I started look, infant school. I'll always be younger than you, so there's no point... Well, that's Going down the in 1962, route. I was minus 13. But you still remember that? Mm. I so still Somehow. It's that good. It's that I'm good. I'm not sure how I first came to hear it, but the minute I did, was I was completely swept up. There was... was um... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Colin, you've probably read the, um, the Peter Gralnick books about Elvis that come in two volumes. Have you read those? I haven't. No, sorry, I haven't. They are... I'm not a reader. I'm not much of a reader. There's, there's one volume that starts, goes from when he was born to when he joined the army, and the second volume goes from when he was left the army to when he died. And oh, yeah. they're just kind of known as the Bibles as far as Elvis knowledge is concerned. And the guy who wrote that wrote an amazing biography about Sam Cooke. And mm-hmm. I think I probably researched and listened to more of his songs that I knew and this one just stood out a mile just it's heavenly love it for such silky voice he did I don't know why this is relevant but he he died in rather mysterious circumstances I seem to remember Mm -hmm. in a hotel lobby with his pants down or something it was and he got shot. Does yeah. everybody die in hotel lobbies with their pants down getting shot? I mean, I mean, if you're a rapper, that's the way to go, isn't it? I suppose. What do you mean? Drive, the drive-by trousers. Drive-by drive pants down. Yeah. No. <laughs> I thought he had run off with his clothes and he was shot by the landlady of the hotel. I the landlady or the, yeah, or the sexy. So goes the myth. Again, 
the hooker ran off with his clothes and he was shot by the man. On what basis would she shoot him just because a hooker ran off with his clothes? That makes no sense. Well, we don't know. She thought he was going to attack her or something. Yeah, I think so. Something along those lines. It was pretty seedy. But he had a great voice. Why wouldn't you just shoot someone? I mean, you, I mean, if you saw someone in a hotel lobby just wearing a shirt, you would shoot them. That's exactly you? what we do here. Yeah, I mean, yeah. absolutely. Happens and in the UK. You would if they right? ran off with your clothes as well. It's terrible behaviour. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes. I mean, running off with people's clothes <laughs> is terrible behaviour. And there's no other way of dressing that up. See what I or, or undressing, <laughs> even. Yes, or indeed. Oh. <laughs> I'm just disappointed that I didn't write that down so I can say to Pete, I chose that. Good old Sam. You can have half a mark. Oh, thank you. See? You're welcome. (laughs) Half a mark. Bring it on home to Half a mark. It's been covered by a few people as well, actually, hasn't it? Has it? How dare they? I know. The aforementioned Rod Stewart did a version of it, actually, in uh, 70... Three time, I would have a guess. Seventy two, seventy seven. That went. It was. It was okay. Yeah. Bring it home to me. Yeah. He may well have combined it. It was like a seg, um, a medley. Bring it home to me. And uh, while you talk about yourselves, I'll look it up because I'm oh. sure it was a, a <laughs> like medley. a Robert Palmer esque medley of about two or three songs. Yeah. Well, no, no I think there's only two songs actually. Okay. But that's not really a medley. That's a segue. Oh, maybe it is a segue. Okay, sorry. No one's allowed to cover Sam Cooke. That should be the law. Oh, actually, maybe. Yeah, uh, it was 74, actually, October 74. Got to number seven, and it was Farewell, Bring It On Home To Me, stroke, You Send Me. So obviously recorded You Send Me as well. Another Sam Cooke. Sam would have been spinning in his grave. Good Lord. He would have been. Because that was just prior to the release of the execrable sailing, and it all went down a crapper from then on in. Not a fan, Pete. I love Rod Stewart up to the point that he became a lounge singer. Yeah. At which point he was horrible. I'm, I'm with point, you Pete. on that. I'm with you no, on yeah, that. Yeah, I think I think most people are actually. Yeah, it, it was a I massive, mean, massive waste of a talent. It was a, a massive waste talent. of talent because he had a proper rocker's voice. Definitely. Oh, definitely, definitely. And um, some was, of the stuff, I think I saw him on a TV special over Christmas last year, and good Lord, just a horrible Lord. Yeah. I mean, it's, 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 I mean, you know, him and Brian Ferry, what were they doing? I mean, both of them. Just oh, sort of, like, well, Brian Ferry. Yeah. Brian Ferry married Brian. his son's ex-girlfriend, didn't he? Did he really? Does that yeah. impact on his ability to sing? <laughs> Maybe it does. It, he just, yeah, anyway, I just we're not talking that about Brian But Brian Ferry he, and, and Rod Stewart both did the oh, same. Oh, well, they, they Roxy Music, Roxy music was just superb. Absolutely, Absolutely superb. And they ruined it. It was yep. just horrible. They were unique, weren't they, Roxy yeah, Music? absolutely. And Brian Ferry, I don't know, just sort of, Watered it down a lot, and then he, well, just... they went, they, he watered it down, yeah. then they went disco, then he became a pub singer. So, yeah, it was horrible. Anyway, <laughs> he did have a bit of a weird disco phase, didn't he? Yeah, he yeah. did. I'm thinking the animals did uh, bring it on home to me as well in the 60s. That was a decent version. That is acceptable. Rod Stewart yeah, is not. It's acceptable if it's the animals, but it's acceptable uh, under the animals, no other but not Rod. Not Rod. Indeed. All right. Number four, numero number four, cat- going all the way back to last year. Wow. Um, oh, there's a woman called Rebecca Lucy Taylor 
who sings under the name Self-Esteem. Um, she bought an album out last year, which just absolutely knocked me sideways. And I became completely obsessed with it and played it for months and months on end. And she bought a single, the first first or second single, I think, from the album was called I Do This All The Time. Is that the song you've chosen? Yes. Yep. Um, and when John was, was it John was on a couple of weeks ago and he chose the Baz Luhrmann song yeah. about yes. sunscreen. Well, sunscreen. she's described this song as sunscreen for millennials. Um, mm. it's, it was a pretty big hit and she just sort of did the TV rounds and I saw her live my first gig in God knows how long. She played in Exeter in November last year and it was just superb. Um, She's, she sings songs about being a really strong woman. Um, she's calling out the sexism and misogyny in the music industry and sings about being a moody cow in crap relationships. She's, I like that kind of uh, singer. Never heard of her. She's wonderful. Have to give it a listen. She's wonderful. Um, I do this some of the lyrics the kind of look and sound a bit trite if you're just kind of reading them off the page. But in is that she, bout, Where's she from? She's she a Aussie. northern lass, oh, no, I believe. Not, okay, because there's an. I could be wrong. Who's got a name that you know? It's like he's, she's got a name name like that. Yeah, but, I uh, could be wrong. I'm trying to find her. Find self esteem. Um, yeah, Rebecca Lucy Taylor. Maybe I look up Rebecca Lucy Taylor. But she has lyrics like "Getting married isn't the biggest day of your life. All the days you get to have a big," which can sound really kind of cheesy but in the context of the song which is all about empowerment thank you um the album's called prioritize pleasure and it's just magnificent absolutely super i think i've and i've got a self-esteem t-shirt on she did a song called moody so i just love her she's incredible and this song just t-shirt have you got on there Needless to say, I have a uh, an animal. An animal. With an animal. Needless to say, I have a Led Zeppelin one. You have a Led Zeppelin one, yeah. So, all falling neatly to type. Okay. No, honestly, I've never heard of her. No, I haven't okay. heard. Of, but uh, but she come from Rotherham, so uh, we'll, come from Rotherham we'll have a listen. Northern England. The- Spotify playlist will be on Twitter soon, I'm sure. I'm sure it will. <laughs> oh, she was. And there's a wonderful line in because it's all about empowering yourself and being strong and not taking any crap. And there's a line when she says, steady stand for as long as you think you can. And as someone with MS who sometimes doesn't stand very steadily, it's a good, yeah, powerful, reinforcing mm. line. I love her. I good. love her. I give it a listen. He will. He okay. <laughs> he will. He will. Yeah. Sorry. Is that an order? Right. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Whether you bought all these other ones, I've said, oh, you've got to get that. You've got to get that. Some of them you have. I have. So yeah. I'm sure. You... I look forward to your review of the stranger. Uh, okay. I shall see what I can do. It is a good album. It is a good album. Okay. <laughs> number five. Mr. Presley. Okay, now this is going to be tricky. It's not going to be tricky at all. Funnily enough, no, my view, Mr. Presley, I'll now shut up. Please feel free to say it's not going to be the one you think it is. 
It's not. Oh, okay. It's well, not the no. one you think it is. No, it was going to be. But then but you then thought you should pick that. It, yeah, was it was going to be. All right. Well, the one I thought you were going to pick then was such a night. Yeah, yeah, it was very close. Um, and it was almost Kentucky rain. It was almost got a lot of living to do. Ooh. God, I don't live in a do. You'd love that one. Oh, yeah, that's the double right. denim from Love. Double Loving, denim, the Shaking Stevens. Yeah, he, he got his idea from Shaky. <laughs> help us. Can I just make a point at this point? There is nothing wrong with double denim. No, he's a bit of a double denim, denim man, I will, actually. I wore double denim wear, to Graceland. I'd wear quadruple <laughs> denim if I had the choice. So, anyway, moving on. Yeah, he's got a denim jacket on the seat behind him, actually. And my denim jeans. Denim yeah, jeans. I don't have yeah. a denim shirt or my denim underpants. Leave him. But... That would be uncomfortable. I wondered, I wondered why you didn't have your denim underpants on, Pete. Then. That's because I was running across a hotel foyer. I was worried about being <laughs> shot by a lad, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I just about definitely, managed to pick my shirt up. Definitely oh, thank heavens it was a Led Zeppelin one. Otherwise, I'd have been really in the shit. <laughs> Now then, now then, now then, now then. Um, so it's not such a so, night. It's not. Got a no. Lot of and I was listening. I was listening to your Elvis honest. special, and I went for the '68 comeback special version of Lordy Miss Claudie. Lordy Miss Claudie. I, I, yeah. Did I choose that as one of my songs? I can't remember. Now. I think you did. I I'm did. Sure yeah. You did. I just love it. The 68 special being repeated on telly was one of the first things I was allowed to sit up and watch when I was young because my mum listened to Elvis, Elvis, Beatles and Elvis. Um, and it was just wonderful. I don't think any man has ever looked so beautiful in the history of the world, which always helps. None taken. None taken. <laughs> um, and it's seeing him getting back to performing because we'd never seen him perform sort of that intimately. He'd done all the crap films with the exception of about maybe five. Um, yeah. He'd come out the army and to see him just there with the boys jamming yeah. essentially was just mm. so exciting. And he's double leather. Leather. Yes. Double leather suit. Mm -hmm. I remember when we went to Graceland and I think I was, I, we're going down one corridor and I just turned the corner and there was the leather suit. And I just went, yeah, yeah. Ooh, ooh, hello. <laughs> and had a bit of a moment. We, 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 we were there in 2018. We went to, went to Graceland and uh, I make, I make Pete very jealous. Here. I managed to get my hands on Elvis Presley's ring. Wow. <laughs> Did it have TCB written on the big flash of lightning? <laughs> It was worth a lot of money, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. um, I'm sure it was. Yeah, that, but the Graceland's a strange place, isn't it? Graceland's very a odd. Yeah. Place. Some of the decor in there—it's almost like he was on a few uh, <laughs> hallucinogenic substances. It's not had a woman's touch like... in that place at all. <laughs> it's all just boys' own stuff. It's hideous. Absolutely hideous. The snooker room in particular, I seem to remember, is very oh. the pool room, whatever you call the it. The jungle room. Is it called the jungle room? The jungle yeah, room. That's, that's out of the, um, As the in, song, isn't it? Yeah, down in the down jungle in the room. jungle room when I was walking in Memphis. Yeah, walking in Memphis. Yeah. Oh, man, that is a good song. That is a great song. I've got Brilliant song. 
Love it. Brilliant today. song. Mark Super- Cohn. Superb. Better than I Shane's even songs. like Cher's version. I think Mark Cohn I prefer. No, I prefer Cher- Mark Cohn's version. Cher's isn't bad. Mark Cohn <laughs> is one of the only artists I think has managed to survive being shot in the head. Did you know that? Was he escaping? No. He wasn't. No, he wasn't. He wasn't in the hotel in wherever it was. No, I think this is a carjacking thing. And, uh, you know, he got shot in the head and he survived. He's a really good songwriter. It is. And, and that song. song is fantastic. Well, it's superb, isn't it? And Absolutely brilliant. Silver, Silver Thund- is it Silver, Silver Thunderbird? Thunderbird? Yeah, it's yeah. a great song. Yeah, it's a brilliant album. But the 68 comeback, oh, you're right, though, that the bit with them, well, I always think of them in a boxing ring. They're not really. Yeah. Sort of, it appears, isn't it, with DJ Fontana and Scotty Moore and... Scotty Moore. Um, the other Bill one. Bill Black? Oh, Bill Black, Bill yeah, bass. Black? Is he on the bass? I think, I think Bill so, Black's yes. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that is so good. I mean, he might have played the same song a few times, actually, with the, the baby, what are you trying to... Uh, baby, oh, what we're, going, up, we're going down again, good. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just him, you know, standing up and playing a, a guitar with Heartbreak mm. Hotel. With, and Heartbreak, he might admit that he no, almost no, liked no, Heartbreak no, Hotel. Honestly, Heartbreak Hotel, good song. Blue suede shoes, tolerable. Can't stand the rest. Oh, tough crowd, tough crowd. Yeah. Yes, isn't it? But, uh, and again, just the quality of the songs, he, he may have been delving into his back catalogue a lot because he did that standing up section when it was just him singing, wasn't it? But mm, yeah. having listened to, you know, towards the tail end of the film career, when you have to listen to songs like There's No Room to Rumba in a Sports Car, you go, oh, come on. There's no need for this. <laughs> I think I, I probably there was a point in the maybe in the early 70s when I was living at home, when there was a whole series on the BBC of all of the Elvis films. Oh, jeez. So I may have seen all of those. Did it? There was one, I mean, I can't remember anything about them, except there was one which was about the cliff divers in Acapulco. Probably in Acapulco. Acapulco. Yes, yeah. Well, I've got no idea what they were called, but I seem to remember vaguely enjoying that at the time. How old were you? 12, 13, maybe. <laughs> I, I remember, yeah, Christmas time. Christmas time on the BBC. Yeah, maybe it was Christmas. They, they, often, was. they often showed a lot of Elvis old Elvis movies. And I did. Yeah. I do remember them, the Blue Hawaii. But, yeah, I, you're right, there's about five decent mm. ones, and most of them are the early ones, aren't they? Yeah, um, you look at um, actually, King Creole. In the pantheon of really crap films made by musicians, are they better or worse than Cliff Richard? Honestly, I haven't sat through a whole Cliff Richard film, so I couldn't really... You mean you haven't seen Summer Holiday? I don't remember watching through Summer Holiday, no. not all of it anyway. I don't think I've seen all of it. I don't think but, I've I mean, watched... the Elvis films I definitely have. Mm. Uh, funny enough the first one Love Me Tender um, is a cowboy wasn't he but he wasn't really the main star of the film was he no and they shoehorned the song in didn't they yeah shoehorned the song in and they probably renamed the film as well Love Me Tender but then after that you had Loving You which of course has got you got a lot of living to do yeah Um, Jailhouse Rock Teddy Bear and stuff wasn't it Loving You that's Minnie Ripperton that's a different Loving You different Loving You no <laughs> it's the same. I'd like to see Elvis try and hit those notes. 
And I would too. <laughs> In leather trousers, he probably could have managed it. I was going to say denim underwear. Or denim underwear. Being pedantic, loving you by Minnie Ripperton had didn't have a G on it. What? It's loving you, oh. Elvis. Loving you. Loving apostrophe. Loving apostrophe. Loving GI with a G. GI blues. Was that? Was that how that went? No. He's trying to make Elvis jokes. I'm trying. Well, it's because <laughs> the whole Elvis thing is a joke, really. Isn't but it? yeah, what do we get? Loving you, right. King Creole. Rock, I love Viva Las Vegas. I love Viva Las Vegas. Viva Las Vegas, brilliant. yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a, it's a great song. No, King Creole, that was that bloke with the coconuts. <laughs> yeah. Keep taking He's the tablets. Keep taking the tablets. <laughs> okay. um, GI Blues and Blue Hawaii together. They weren't yeah. bad. I didn't mind them. But GI yeah, Blues is all right. Lot, I've got a bit of a soft spot for Wooden Heart. Oh, I like GI Blues. I don't. I think Elvis was a huge fan of the films either, was he? No. He's sort of forced to do them. I did I mean, 29 he did pictures like that, baby. That's right. When he did the... Uh, <laughs> he was doing it. had to perform... Ain't no the, hell no. Dodgy <laughs> movements, uh, sub-naval area, shall we say. Um, wriggling around, got a lot of trouble. And they, had, they could only show him from the, the top, you know, from his belly upwards sort of thing. Because it was a bit gyrating, it was a little bit, uh, a little bit rude, back in the nineteen fifties. Um, so he so said he could only move his little finger like that, and then people laughed. He says, "You laugh, but I made thirty-three. I didn't make thirty. I don't know. Maybe that was the uh, the, the lip. The snare uh, might have been, yeah. The snare. Well, he did yeah, love yeah, me, te- he did love me tender, think. isn't it? And he's pushing his lip down. Love me. Yeah. Oh, he did so many in that that little strat. Lord and Miss Claudia being one of them. Yeah. Um, oh, oh, one night with you, or one night it was cool, wasn't it? Similar that was close. Thing. That was nearly there. Oh, so, so many from that little set. If you're yeah. gonna get an Elvis album, get. I'm not <laughs> under any. I'm not because just <laughs> I've seen Elvis songs murdered by pub singers, and they just sound like Elvis. I just I can't do it. I, right. I if you're gonna watch an Elvis <laughs> film, then. <laughs> I yeah, watch that Capulco. Okay, <laughs> I I would say I, I I think I think I prefer King Creole the best. Actually, I like yeah. that one. I think it's Viva Las Vegas for me. It's set in New Orleans or Norms. Yes, it is set yes. in New Orleans. Well, like New Orleans, and maybe I can. Walter Matthau's in it. Yeah, King Creole. Walter Matthau. Yeah. Walter Matthau's in it. All right. I'll okay, f- we spent a lot of time talking about Elvis. Yeah, Pete's going to oh, cry, no. so okay. we better move on to. Uh, but yeah, um, I like your choice there. Okay, so from Presley to Costello. Okay. Hey, back at the next. <laughs> now, this could be tricky. Okay. Oh, you know You're exactly right. what this is. Oh, do I? Mm, yeah. Ooh. I haven't written it down. My funny Valentine. I'm no. going, I'm going Alison. It's Veronica. Uh, of course. From Spice. That, that, that was one of my top two, I think. I, was I love, well. absolutely love it. In, in that period, what, very late 80s, I think, he was never on television in fact, at had all. A nine, had a 19, so, 1989 episode, yeah. 1989. So mm-hmm. I remember seeing that on Top of the Pops and never saw Elvis Costello on telly, ever. Maybe on the tube every now and again, if I was allowed to mm. watch it, but, <laughs> which I wasn't often. Mm. But... um. And Spike's a wonderful album, absolutely brilliant. 
Um, God's comic came very close. Um, and riot act. I think I like angry Elvis Costello when he's almost spitting the words out at I you. I like angry Elvis Costello. Yeah. Yeah. Was riot act on Spike? Or was that on um, No, no, Riot Act on Get Happy. Get Happy, I think. That's it. Rings of yeah, yeah, Veronica, great song. I saw... Um, Quite sad saw, as well, actually, isn't it? It is, yeah, it is. I saw I saw Elvis and... Um, Steve Naive, isn't it? Steve Naive? Steve. Piano player with Elvis. I could be getting it completely Pass. wrong. Um, they, when Elvis did the album with Burt Bacharach... Um, Toward that. Yeah, the there, and that's a beautiful album. Yeah, that's beautiful. absolutely gorgeous. But the second time I saw Costello, I was in Chicago with a boyfriend who was out there for work reasons at the time. And Elvis Costello was playing at the Chicago Theatre the following night, supporting Bob Dylan. And well, that would have been a mixture. It was. <laughs> Obviously, it had been sold out for months, but we mm-hmm. sort of hung around and see if anyone wanted to sell tickets outside. And it's the Chicago Theatre. It's that beautiful big old building with all the letters coming down. It just looks gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was a chap there whose wife had just gone into labour and he had tickets. Well, I've got to get rid of them. <laughs> so we put our... That's people so back of the net. <laughs> back of the net, absolutely. I said, well... Call him Elvis or call her Elvis, whatever. Just call Elvis or, or Dylan, you know. Um, yeah. And it was eight rows from the front. And Elvis came on. It was just him and a guitar for an hour. And he started with Red Shoes. He ended with Peace, Love and Understanding. Everything in between was amazing. And my boyfriend at the time said, if you said to me, he said, if you would want to hear one song, what would it be now? And I said, well, Veronica, because it was a huge hit in the States, much more so over and over here. Mm. And and he did that next, and it was just gorgeous. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's a great song. Dylan, he's, on the other hand, was awful. <laughs> well, yeah. Another one that doesn't like Dylan. Well, Dylan's Marmite, isn't he? Some stuff's good. He is. Stuff's I mean, good. he's a genius. He's an absolute genius, but, but he sounded terrible. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, he's yeah. singing something. You're right terrible. about the name Steve, by the way. Steve, or naive, yeah. Yeah. Oh, good. Good. I wouldn't want to get me Costello knowledge wrong. He's he's amazing. He's an absolute genius. And when he bought, was it No Flag that came out a couple of years ago? And that was Angry Elvis as well. And mm. um, I'm sure that was two years ago. And it was really nice to have Angry Elvis back in the pandemic. Mm. Yeah, good reason to be angry. Absolutely, but not in an Eric Clapton, Van Morrison mental way. Oh, no, not the knobs. Just part With Morrissey. With Morrissey. With Morrissey, yeah. Yeah, and that bloke from, uh, was it Ian, whatever his name is. Who's the other one who's been... Oh, Ian Brown. Ian Brown. So that's another one, yeah, from Stone Roses, yeah. Yeah, he's gone. He's gone a bit bonkers, hasn't he? He's gone a bit mad. Yeah. So we're all living with Roger Daltrey somewhere. Excellent. Leave him there. Hopefully on an island in the middle of the sea that they can't escape from. Be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah, would. Nice. Yeah, shove them all off over there. Right. No, no more Elvises. Nope. Um, Pet Shop Boys. That's that's a sarcastic thumbs up, isn't no, it? No, I really like the Pet Shop Boys. Pet Shop Boys wrote some great singles. I great think they, 
are so underrated as a band. Quint- I really do. Quintessential pop band. Yes, absolutely. absolutely. I think they're yeah. magnificent. I've always. Which ones? Have, which one have you chosen? Left to my own devices. Oh yeah, yeah good, good song. song. Yeah, yeah, really good song. Because this was imperial phase almost. I think Please had come out and actually had come out, so it was all It's a Sin. Um, Heart, I think, had been out, other than New West End Girls, Opportunities, all utterly stunning Ooh. singles. And then this comes out, which starts mm. with sweeping strings, and you go, oh, hello, this is new. Yeah. Um, it's on Introspective, I think, was the album. Um, and it's just superb. They're wonderful. They are, they are a really, really good. I mean, I haven't got any of their stuff. I, th- I might have some stuff on tape from years back. Yeah. But, uh, but whenever I hear them on the radio, I think they're really good songsmiths. Oh. And their delivery is fantastic. Yeah, they're, they are the quint- a quintessential pop band. Very Absolutely. Introspective is a really... 80s, very 80s sound. Oh, well, I don't know. They then Some of their 90s and 2000s stuff is fantastic. Yeah, I mean, I don't know that as well. It's the 80s stuff that I know better. Well, but, uh, yeah. Um, no, but, so this was 80s. Are, I'm sh- this was probably about 88, I think. Yeah, it was late 80s. Exactly, yeah, 88, yeah. It was late 80s. 88. And yeah, it was 88. memory serves, Introspective had the theme from The Clove Show on it, which they did. <laughs> um, and their version of I'm Not Scared, yeah. which, of course, they wrote for Patsy Kenzie and... Eight Wonder. Thank you. Yeah. So their version yeah. of that is lovely. But their 2000 stuff is really good. They did an album called Electric, which was just incredible. And they covered a Springsteen song. Oh, really? <laughs> they covered um, The Last to Die from Magic. And I remember I was I was, hadn't really taken much notice of the Pet Shop Boys playlist. And the song came on, I was going, I know these words. <laughs> and <laughs> you found them. And... Yeah, Springsteen song. Yeah. What was that album? When was was it release an album of theirs? That rings a bell. Possibly. There's a song called I Get Along. I don't know how. Oh, um, that's gorgeous, isn't it? It's a great song, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. I I was wondering whether that was 90s or uh, it wasn't this century, was it? I don't think. Late 90s, I'm guessing. Yeah. Probably right. Beautiful song. They do brilliant pop and absolute devastating heartbreak. Yeah, she was Some 2002. Songs like, oh, really? 2002 it was, yeah. Oh, wow. Songs 20 years like ago Brenton's, still. Songs like Some Being only. Boring and King's Cross are just so beautiful. And then they do songs with Dusty Springfield, <laughs> which yeah. are equally as incredible. Mm. Yeah. No, love them. Absolutely girls, them. It was a great sort of opening debut single, wasn't it, for them? God, yeah, yeah. What a way to start. Yeah, what a way to start. I mean, that was that was a slam dunk, wasn't it? And you go, you start with a song like that, and then, one, it sets a benchmark that you've got to stick to, but secondly, it also makes people wake up and go, oh, well, these guys are talented. And Absolutely. I think there's a few bands like that. So, yeah, Frankie goes to Hollywood and bands yes. where they had that, you know, real punchy top first single and you go, oh, are they going to follow it? And then they did and then they did. Yes. And, you know, that kind of sets the story. But the Pet Shop Boys, yeah, brilliant, really good. Frankie covered yeah. Springsteen as well, didn't they? They did Born to Run. They did. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, but they were better writing their own songs. 
films, which were brilliant. Yes. I know Colin yeah. and I disagree on this, but um, I'm, a big, oh, no, I'm I, a big Frankie fan. I wouldn't say that. Uh, I, and I don't mind them. I two tribes, two tribes nearly made my 20. I think that's the greatest baseline in the history of pop. It's yeah, just in, in the of pop, you're probably right. Yeah, yeah. Marco yeah. Tool just the digga 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 was it the band that got so big for their boots they had to launch their own label? Yes. There we go. See, anyway, I threw in the, your band. Yeah, yeah, well yes. Done. Yeah, that's right. Oasis um, had their own label? Yeah, Oasis. <laughs> <laughs> right, moving on. Moving on swiftly. Um, David Bowie. David Bowie, okay. David Bowie. Can't put a foot wrong. Gotta love a bit of Bowie. This is a very odd choice. Which um, are we going for? It was very nearly five years. It was very nearly Wild as the Wind. It was very nearly Absolute Beginners. Um, this is a track from the Outside album, which I think was 94, 95, when Hello Space Boy came out with mm-hmm. the Pet Shop Boys. Um, yeah. So it's an album track um, yeah, called right. The Voyeur of Utter Destruction as Beauty. <laughs> Now, this is now, really interesting because when we did the Bowie special and we had to choose 10, I chose one off Black Tie White Noise, which ooh. is also a very, very not liked by many people album. By oh, absolutely I love that album. Yeah, it's a great album. And I chose The Wedding, which I think is a terrific song. So, I'm no, that's great. What a good choice. That's what got a good jump choice. on, hasn't it? Black Tie White Noise has got jump, yeah, jump on. There was a music show on Channel 4 called The White Room in the 90s, presented by Joe Wiley and Mark Radcliffe, and it had new acts, it had indie acts, it had disco acts, it had dance acts, and, and Bowie was on right at the height of this album, so Hello Space Boy was just coming out. Um, and the performance he did of this song is just fabulous his his band played this huge long outro and there's footage of him he's just kind of leaning on his microphone stand looking at them and grinning mm-hmm. as if to say look what my guys are doing and he just looks so happy <laughs> and I think we saw him in concert about a month later he came down to Exeter um supported by Morrissey um mm. and mm. yeah wonderful at the time before he yeah yeah Went to Knobsville. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> this is catching. Um, yeah. And he brought a few, even you know, he played a few classics. He did Under Pressure with his incredible bass player, Gail Ann Dorsey, who was just amazing. She's a goddess. Um, he sang Boys Keep Swinging on that tour. Um, might have been Driving Saturday he performed then as well, but it was mostly this album, which is a really right. weird album. Actually. But, but, it but is what very... Black Tie White Noise was there's that that mm. there were those two or three albums in the in the middle of the nineties where it was kind yes. of you knew it was Bowie but it wasn't Bowie Bowie and, and that's what yes. I liked about it because he was yeah it, it was his talent but it was just different yeah, and this was 
I guess, I think Black Tie White Noise was, wasn't that long after Tin Machine, was it? No, it wasn't. And Tin Machine, Tin Machine was pretty disaster crap. that was. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that was a mess. And I think that, that Black Tie Not White nice. Noise, he was going back to being Bowie, but he was yeah. still different. A lot of it, 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 there was a lot more dark, kind of instrumentally, yeah. quite foreboding in, in that album, which, again, I love. So, um, yeah. This is, oh, my, out, yeah. Outside it's is not, a very dark album. Yeah. It's, it's yeah, kind yeah. of... Thin a, White Duke Time, was it? No, Thin White Duke Station. Time is... Uh, Station is, to Station? Yeah, Station to Station. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, Station to Station. Way before outside that. Outside is like yes. a concept album he yeah. plays some detective character or something which doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever but the song that's almost going back to Ziggy Stardust isn't it mm-hmm. yeah it's brilliant it's brilliant it's a it's a yeah yeah moving Seeing on that to live was quite stunning number nine come on let's move on to the next one what are we doing for um, open your yeah, heart by Madonna well, we'll end up doing two hours tonight. Oh, Madonna, one of your favourites, Pete. Oh, yeah, God. sorry, Pete. Crashing down. <laughs> Open no, Your Heart no. by Madonna from the True Blue album. Imperial phase. She can do no wrong. Perfect pop. The same album's got Papa Don't Preach, I Love Anita, Live to Tell. And it's just fabulous. It was. It was, one. I think, probably a, one of her better albums, I must admit. Yes. In my opinion, True Blue. She was on my... Massively overrated artists. I uh, yes, I was listening to that. I, I think when I was doing absolutely, this show. Uh, I absolutely can't stand her. Literally <laughs> I know stand you can't. Her. She has trouble singing nowadays, and she is that my imagination. She hasn't done. She hasn't done a decent albums since probably Confessions of a Dance on a Dance Floor. Whenever that was, early two thousand. Oh, a while ago. Yeah, long time ago. Everything she's done since has been. Shit, frankly. Yeah, exactly. But, <laughs> but she's a 63 go... year old trying to be 20. And frankly, she should grow up and not in that way. But you know, Mick Jagger will do that all the time. Yeah, but Mick Jagger. He's not even 63, he's probably 73. Mick Jagger can do the whole shooting. I can vouch match. for that. I can vouch for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank Shag- you, Shaggy. Shaggy knows. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> but that was slap banging. Mick Jagger still got it. Mick Jagger still oh. dances and moves like Mick Jagger always used to move. Yeah, but he's old enough to know better when he looks ridiculous. That's the bit. <laughs> so there. I, I, think, I think Madonna should dress appropriately for one of her age. She should wear tweeds <laughs> and flat shoes. No, she did that. Didn't she do that when she was with Guy Ritchie? She became an English... Gentlewoman or something. Well, I remember it was her falling backwards at the Brits when they pulled her, pulled her. Um, yeah, cloak, it was. someone stood on her cloak or something, didn't they? Yeah. Well, I think went... that was part of the routine where she, they had to pull it off, and then she she was then walk on the stage, but they just pulled her as well That's as the right. cloak. She fell off. She fell off the stage, didn't she? But then also she did do the worst Indeed. Bond movie ever. Oh, that was the, the yeah. Bond movie theme was yes, shocking. But it's the worst Bond theme. Her appearance in it was shocking. I mean, mm-hmm. she's awful. Anyway, I'm sure that, you love that it. Bond theme. And, is oh, we're not going to fall out about it. No, that Bond theme is very close to the Sam Smith one for being the worst one of all time. Just absolute ass. Yeah, the Sam Smith one's <laughs> absolute ass. The Sam That's, Smith one is just awful. <laughs> Because the Sam Smith one should have been the Radiohead one. Radiohead did a song called Spectre, and it was fabulous, and it was incredible. And at the last minute, they changed their minds. Stupid. Actually, it should have been 25 by the Pretty Reckless, 
which they reference Bond movies in, and that is a great song. Oh. And Taylor Momsen is to die for. Anyway, moving on. Moving on, that. okay. Stinky. <laughs> right, number 10. Um, Sparks. Oh, Sparks, yes. lovely, yeah, okay. Now, is this going to be obvious? Is this going to be obvious? No. Or? I don't think okay. so. Well, it's obviously it's, not. It's from one, an though. album called Hello Young Lovers, which came out in 2006. Oh, no, definitely wouldn't. The song it. is called Dick Around. Nice. And it is like an, it's almost seven minutes long. It's like an opera. It's got heavy metal guitar in it. It's got strings in it. It's got his incredible voice. The lyrics just roll off his tongue. It's very and it repeats and repeats and repeats. How he sings it, I don't know. Having watched performances of him doing it live, it's just mm. incredible. Um, I've always liked Sparks, but when the documentary came out last year that Edgar Wright made, I went to see it at the cinema and just disappeared down a Sparks rabbit hole for about a month and just had the best time. They are so good. So is that... Everybody I know who's seen that says it's one of the great music documentaries. Oh, God, is, yes. Is it as good as everybody says? Yeah. Right, I'm yeah. going to have to watch got, it. I, I yeah. really... I've got video... When, when Sparks started in the 70s and this town ain't big enough for the both of us and then whatever the follow-up was called... Amateur like, hour. That was the That I just thought it's these guys are so talented, so mm -hmm. different. They've got this mm -hmm. real image but they really care about what they're doing. The real craftsmen are absolutely... They do. It. And they, they have this sense of humour, Pete. Yeah, absolutely. Which, that was the best thing about them. a big part of them. They were... Um, mm. They had a comeback in like the Morrissey. 90s. They... He's got a great sense of humour. Well, Sparks and Morrissey were very good friends at one point, but I think they've fallen <laughs> out because Sparks have done a song called Lighten Up, Morrissey, and it's hilarious. <laughs> it is hilarious. Oh, you need to, to track so that down. What's, what's the album? What's the, what's the song called, Jack? Dick Around. Uh, the song I've chosen is called Dick Around, but well, there is a song called Lighten Up. Yeah, but what's um, the album? It's called Hello, Young Lovers. Right, okay, I'll have to look that up. I'm not sure what album Lighten Up Morrissey is on, but it's hilarious, honestly. I'll have to listen to it. Almost, <laughs> almost fell off my chair when I first heard it, just from laughing. It's huh? just genius. Right. Um, but Sparks have this comeback in the 90s with um, one of the best album titles of all time, for Jewish's Sex and Senseless Violins. Senseless Violins, yeah, what a great album title. Absolutely yes. brilliant. And that's sure. um, When Do I Get to Do My Way? When Do I Get to Sing My Way? They kind of came back with that. They did an album <laughs> with Franz Ferdinand, which was superb. But um no, hang yes. on. Was that before or after the First World War? I'm confused. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think Jackie means the band, Franz Ferdinand. There's a band. Yeah, there's a band. There's a band. You are you are you're joking now or not? I don't no, know. No, you don't know Franz Ferdinand. Oh, okay. Ooh. You've never heard of we never we didn't start the fire either. That I can't get over. That's appalling. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> anyway. But you're a Sparks fan, so I'm gonna let you off. You yeah, must see the documentary, Pete. You right, must yeah, see well, the documentary. It's yeah, fabulous. Everyone I know has seen it said it's brilliant. So, yeah, I must okay. see it. Okay. It literally well, goes through their career album by album. So good. Let's stop dicking around, dicking around, and move on to number 11. <laughs> boom, boom. Right. Christmas songs. 
I love yep. Christmas songs. I can listen yep, to Christmas songs do, yeah. all year round. <laughs> and mm. probably this is the close I, closest I came to choosing Dylan. I almost went with Must Be Santa because it's just so much fun. But um, Sleigh Ride by the Ronettes. Oh, yes, lovely song. Good song. I think I had, that in, my, proper Christmas I had that in my Christmas 10, I think. I'm going to have to listen to that podcast. I can't believe I missed that. Yeah. That's do, a do, proper... Do, do. Do, do, that's real swinging, isn't it? Yeah, we had a lot of this singing last week with, with Poppy, didn't we? So we need we need the singing. Sorry, yeah. sorry. That's no, all right. no, yeah. it on. We like the singing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. More, singing, it, more singing, the better. No dicking around, though. No, dicking, yeah, no, dicking, no around. dicking around. Exactly. Uh, yeah, a, a good song, um, yeah. But yes, I mean, that as a Christmas song is just lovely. It was almost Dylan. Album. It was almost. A whole out Christmas gift for you. I think I was thinking about this 20 songs for a desert island and thinking, well, if you're stuck on a desert island, I mean, I wouldn't choose a Christmas song as one of my top 20. But if you're going to mm. be on a desert island, sooner or later, you wanna, it's going to be Christmas. Be Christmas and yeah. So you need a Christmas song. So I, I wholeheartedly <laughs> I think this is a great idea. Yeah, I yeah, I, I almost went with... um. The Springsteen Santa Claus is coming to town, which I love. I love that. that, that and was seeing him do that live, I can't take the Soprano yeah. seriously after seeing Steve Van Zandt and Reindeer Antlers. It just doesn't work. <laughs> He's not a gangster anymore. <laughs> um, the Spice Girls yeah, covered it, song. which is illegal, surely, again. Yeah. Not, I'm not a huge Spice Girls fan, I must admit. I, I am, but Spice you can't cover... Madonna and Elvis. Triple whammy. <laughs> anyway, anyway, moving on. Go Spice yeah. Girls. Yay. Yeah, anyway, Snow White. I have definite, no Spice Girls. It's fine. May I please take a short break? You May can I have a short interview. Yeah, we'll have a little chat. I'll have a, ch- I'll have a Thank chat. Thank you with so much. Go and slag so, off um, Madonna some more. We can. <laughs> off Madonna. <Yes>. Bloody Madonna. <laughs> Bloody Madonna, indeed, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I've definitely had sleigh ride in the Christmas one, didn't I? Yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't believe I'm, I can't believe you didn't hear the uh, Christmas one. I mean, that was it was a good it was it good was, fun. It was it was real good fun to do. It was and um, and uh, our friend from CBW basically chose six songs by the same person. I remember this. Oh well, yeah, Jules. Uh, yeah, yeah, who was who it? Was it? It was um, it was those a cappella singers. Yes, that everybody in America loves, and we'd never, I'd never heard of, and I still can't remember the name of them no, now. I can't sadly, um, no, I'd have to look back at the uh, at the show, <laughs> look back at the list. But uh, yeah, no, probably was... got it on, probably got it on a Spotify playlist. Actually, I think we did, we did, we did post a Spotify, a Spotify, yeah, we did playlist. A Spotify playlist. Definitely, um, it was oh, called. They were called the uh, no, it's gone. Completely. No, it's gone. They were called the it's gone completely. Never caught on any of that name. No. <laughs> that name definitely wouldn't no, care. Never, never caught on at all. It, in fact, it was not. It was not funny in any way, shape, or form. We, I, we could talk about Scotland playing in the football tonight. We could talk about Scotland playing in the football tonight. We're they just lost. discussing. Have a have a gin on us, uh, Jackie. They lost. Thank you. Cheers. So Ukraine, my second team. Your second. Go team. Slava, Ukraine. Cracking result. Cracking result. It was a cracking result. Well, Double whammy as well, winning Eurovision as well. Yeah, I know. I mean, basically, that's back. All I need to do is win the Russia war, and uh, that's the try. That'll be that'll be it. Yeah, <laughs> that's 
probably the most important one. You've done Eurovision. You've done Eurovision. You've done the Scots. Now all you've got to do is do the Russians. They'd definitely take the ball home with them, wouldn't they? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Cole, yeah, did you true. ever do that Eurovision podcast that you were? No, we never did one in the end. Never did one. But I mean, yeah, you should definitely come on for the Eurovision one. That we got wait, got wait another year though. We'll have to get Rebecca yeah. on for that. She's Eurovision obsessed. My Your daughter. daughter. Yeah, I mean she is number Mrs. which Mid- child? Uh, child three, daughter two. Okay. I used to host the best Eurovision parties. Nine kids. What? Yeah, I know. Wow, Christmas seven, must be expensive seven, seven, in your house. Yes, yeah, so birthdays. Yep. Wowzers. Anyway. Anyway, never, yeah, go on. Yeah, number 12. Anyway, um, yeah, we can maybe get through a little bit quicker these ones than yes, the other. We'll the do, first half. we'll do. Okay, um, Prince of a Revolution, Let's Go Crazy. Let's Go Crazy. Very hard to pick a Prince song, but again, I'm, I was going for upbeat, um, songs that make me happy. Again, every time it's on the radio, the volume's cranked up. Is From the Purple, Purple Rain? Rain album. It is on Purple Rain. Doesn't it opens Purple Rain, doesn't it? It does, yes. And it's just brilliant. Pretty- I saw him at the last night of his O2 residency and never seen anything like it. Never seen anything like it. The guy is just, I mean, there's genius in them as Prince. He's ridiculous. Just, I He's wonder just- whether he's a fan of Prince. No, I, I, Prince is one of those people where... Great guitarist. Yeah, oh, I, phenomenal. I, I, Mm. I don't dislike Prince at all, and there's a few songs which I go, oh, yeah, I quite like that. But he's another one of those artists like Lenny Kravitz, who I like in, because I really like some of the Lenny Kravitz stuff, and then other stuff I go, it's all a bit average, and I'm mm. kind of the same with Prince. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I don't I don't, dis, I don't dislike him at all. I don't own any of his stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of those things where probably when I've bought and I've run out of all of the stuff from the 70s, and I was wanting to buy new stuff, I'd go, all right, let's buy Purple Rain. So, yeah, I don't just like him. He's all right. Yeah. Did, he do, um, um, did he do Little Red Corvette? Yes. Right. That's I nearly awesome. chose that one. I nearly I like chose that, that one because that's, that's just yeah. superb. Yeah. No, he is, he's, he's, he's definitely a talent for sure. If, but, if uh, I was having one from that album, I'd probably go for Purple Rain, though, to be yeah. honest. Yeah. But, yeah. Well, Purple yeah. Rain was a song we used to sing in the Land Rover when we were going off on holidays because Dan always used to sing Purple Wayne. And then we just, everybody rapped on the W. And then, you know, the whole thing then descended into chaos because all the kids are all singing Purple Wayne. And I'm sitting at the front wishing I could crash the car oh. to make it stop. <laughs> but anyway. So they were, they were imitating a speech impediment. They so were imitating a speech impediment. Children are terrible. Every single one of them. Right. How they made it to adulthood is beyond me. It's like shaking Stevens with you drive me crazy. You drive me crazy. Yeah. You drive Absolutely. me crazy. Yeah, easy. Oh, Bob. Oh, I don't know whether she had a list, but I always remember Murray Osman and Paper. Was it Paper Woses? Paper Woses. It was yeah. Paper Woses. Yes. Paper Woses. That was, I mean, that was, what an awful song. Mm-hmm. Well, I wouldn't say it's an awful song. No, it's, it's, yeah, it's an it's awful no song. It's no crazy right. horses, is it? It's no crazy horses. Horrible. Jackie knows crazy horses. Crazy horses. Crazy Horses is superb. It's a great song, yeah. Uh, Next one was chosen by Matt. Um, So I'm endorsing his choice. Um, You Keep Me Hanging On by The Supremes, which is just superb. Um, Holland does it, Holland. Genius, genius songwriter. 
actors, everything they touched turned to gold, didn't it? They were just incredible. Like when we did our songwriters thing, I chose Dozier Holland Dozier as one of my mm. five. You yeah. did, and yeah. Was that on the Motown list we had this yeah. one or not? Yeah, it was on the Motown list. Don't know that was the one that you chose, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yes. absolutely brilliant. I, and it is. Fantastic. I saw a documentary recently on Netflix with um about Barry Gordy and um there was tour footage, but just big tour bus crammed full of the Supremes, Marvin Gaye, Stevie Wonder, Four Tops, Martha Rees and Vandellas, and you go, bloody hell. There was some what a tour. What a night that must have been. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. I love the Supremes, but that is the one that stands out. And it's a good, it's a good girls, girly dancey song. But I mean, I think I mean they were they were terrific singers. Mm. Um and they're one of the bands who they didn't I don't say they didn't suffer, but when Dinah Ross went off on her own, she had a really good career as a solo artist, but the Supremes did some really good stuff without her. So yeah. I think it would, you know, that they both probably were at the point where they benefited from being apart. Um, yeah. I mean, they great songs, great voices. Who took over from Diana Ross? Is that France Ballard or? No, I can't remember either. Oh, I think James so. James did, didn't I? Which is a Was it Diana Ross. No, I Possibly. Can't I'm sure you're right, Carl. I'm sure you're right. Kim Wilde. Kim Wilde did a version of You Keep Me Hanging On. She did. And it was quite good. It wasn't it was, bad, yeah. It wasn't bad Late all. 80s, I think, possibly. Yeah, yeah, that was... Uh, she, 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 good, good, uh, 86, 86, yeah. It says here Vanilla Fudge did a version of You Keep Me Hanging On as well. Is that a sort of rock band? Proggy rock band? Vanilla they Fudge? They sound proggy rock. Was it a poppy? It could be no, a poppy. Were, um, no, they were... Um, it might be an influencer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They, <laughs> Whatever that is. Vanilla Fudge were kind of California sounds. Oh, okay. I don't know. I don't know much about them. And it says here, Cliff Richard, you keep me hanging on, but I think that's a different version, different song completely. A different song. Oh, I'm just because you keep me hanging on. There you you don't want to be hanging on to Cliff Richard in any way, shape or form, do you, Cliff? Certainly not on a bus in summer holiday. You're, you're not a huge fan. No, not on a bus in summer holiday. Right. Um, okay, you keep me hanging on Supremes. 14. Um, the Morning of Our Lives by Jonathan Richmond and the Modern Lovers. Ooh. I love Jonathan Richmond. Have you seen him live? No, I'd love oh, to. I saw him in the 70s when Roadrunner was in the charts. Wonderful. He was absolutely magnificent. I, saw, I think oh, it was Manchester yeah. Free Trade Hall. He was nice. absolutely brilliant. Yeah, it was him and um, Mink DeVille. Spanish Stroll was in the Spanish charts. Spanish Stroll, yeah. yeah nice. And it, and it was the two of them together. But Jonathan Richmond was absolutely fantastic. Oh. Oh. So, just... I, I knew very little about my new Roadrunner. Um, and I listened to the Mark Kermode Simon Mayo film podcast quite a bit. Yeah. And Kermode has played with Jonathan Richmond before and, and loves him. And he used to go on about how he used to sing I'm a Little Dinosaur to his kids to go to sleep. So <laughs> I kind of went back and investigated. And this song came on. And the first time I heard it, I just burst into tears because I think I was. Very recently been diagnosed with my MS, feeling really low, really crap. And the song is just a big hug. Mm. It's mm. just, you know, it's so positive. You know, the first line is, I hate it when you say you've got no faith in yourself. And it's just, mm. it's just lovely. It's 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 a wonderful song. It's got that lovely little kind of Sesame Street-like intro, the plinky plonky piano, and it's just... 
yeah makes me it made me feel a lot less lonely at that particular time and for that I will be forever grateful to Jonathan Richmond I look forward to listening to this playlist and I can hear this a bit more I'm not overly <laughs> familiar with the song no, I'm not over. I, I, I know it, but yeah. I'm not overly familiar. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh. Jonathan Richmond's a real talent. He's from Boston. Oh, I seem to remember. One of yeah. the wonderful one of the bands. Yeah. One of the Boston bands, yeah. Colin, okay. the okay. Beatles. Always love Jackie. I'm, I'm cool with the Beatles, mate. And you know this oh, one. Oh, I'm sure you know I've this got, one. I've got, I've got, I've got oh, do I? Oh, no, that's I'm sure you know this one. Oh, no, no, no. I should know it then. Is it revolution number nine? <laughs> <laughs> that would be the end of the How did one. you guess? It's mm, right. No, I, honestly, I, maybe I should know it, but I've forgotten. What What year are we talking? Give us narrow oh, it down. Oh, I don't know what year it is. It's the oh, okay. White Album. It's on the White Album, Okay. Um, is it then Blackbird? Helter Skelter. Helter Skelter, uh, completely. Rock, rock song. The Beatles invent rock and rock. Uh, the Beatles invent heavy metal. Heavy metal. Yeah, yeah. I like I like Shouty McCartney. Like I like Angry Costello. Mm. I think because it, you know, I almost went with Jet. I almost went with Maybe I'm Amazed. Um, for other McCartney songs, and yeah, yeah, yeah maybe they work so well together on Flowers in the Dirt, him and Elvis Costello. That's a fabulous album. Mm. But Helter Skelter just grabs you by the scruff of the neck and doesn't let go until Ringo starts screaming. He's got blisters on his fingers. Got blisters on his fingers, yeah. Do you like the U2 version? Am I allowed to say that I was aware of the YouTube version before? Yeah, no, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just interested <laughs> it's because right. I, I, it's, it's, right. on, it's on Rattle and Hum. The start of Rattle and Hum. Yeah, yeah, I love it. I think it's a really good yeah. version. Yeah, it is. No, and I didn't know it was a Beatles song. And you know, he says at the start, you know, it's a song Charles Manson stole from the Beatles. Yeah. We're stealing it yeah. back. But I didn't know it was a Beatles song until sort of many years later and just went, Jesus, where has this been all my life? Yeah, it's a great song. Incredible. Have it's you incredible. heard the um like the, the, the original versions of it by the Beatles? It's probably on the white double um deluxe edition. Um there's a lot of bootlegs around as well, but it went on for about 13 minutes and it's a lot Ooh. it's a slower chugging version of it. Ding ding like that, rather than a real wow. electric rock. Yeah, it's real on Spotify. Check it out. Ooh, the the white yeah, I'll have to have a look for that. The deluxe, 19 2018 mix or something yeah and it'll be on there i'm sure yeah. if it's not it'll be on youtube oh fantastic no just just love it like i say it grabs you by the scruff of the neck and it yeah. just doesn't That's let go great. and it's macker at his best really and it's followed by a really so, slow song with like from george harrison yes. long long on the album yeah I can't remember. Not but, album, um, no, if you remember, the White Album was my most overrated Beatles album, my least favourite Beatles album. It's not, it's not great. It's not one of the it's best, I don't think, by a long one, shot. One but no. It's quite varied. It's not Revolver. No, it's not Revolver, true. I don't have Revolver. That's, not, the, that's the one that I probably should buy that I don't have. Yes. It's not even Abbey Road. I've got Abbey Road. Yeah, that's a good one. We walked across the crossing yesterday, me and Shaggy. 
I saw on Twitter yeah. today. Yeah, yeah. fantastic. I was, I was horrified by the uh, shorts that you were wearing because yesterday was freezing cold and pissing down with rain. It <laughs> was. My, my and I forgot Colin, my cardigan. My friend Colin is, in fact, insane. Yeah. British summertime at its best. Pissing down but, with rain yeah, and freezing cold. We didn't let the rain deter. So we went down the London Eye. We went on the London Eye and it absolutely hammered it down with rain. But we just about got undercover when it came down, the heavens opened. And after we'd been round on the London Eye for, what, half an hour, is it, when it takes to go around? You've been on there? No. God, you been no. on the London Eye? No, it wouldn't. It's too high. Too high, is it? Too high? The high it's too high. Okay. I don't mind high if I'm enclosed. So I could go up the Shard or up the Empire State Building or any of that. But a, that, a glass pod, not having it. No. Well, that's no. enclosed. No, I didn't like the Eiffel. Oh, I didn't like the top of the Eiffel Tower. That freaked me out. I got halfway up the Eiffel Tower and said, "I'm going back down." Well, my <laughs> mate, my mate, my business partner, he got halfway up the Eiffel Tower and he had to be taken down by paramedics. Jeez, grief. freaked out. I did eventually. Oh, I did eventually no, he, get to the top. Freaked, my boyfriend said, "You're not. Side. You're not staying." Freaked yeah, yeah. completely. It, you, I did um, lots of very heavy weight on the back foot walking, <laughs> just yeah. kind of. Away from the edge. What well, was horrific? So when we went to uh, off loop into Graceland, we did. Well, it might have been before, but we went to uh, Chicago and went up. Went up your your, yeah, your the, the one that's sponsored by Willis, your Willis tower, tower. Yes, your own tower. tower. Yeah, the Sears Tower, as it was. Yeah, and there's a there's a yeah, there's a bit where there's it. a glass floor. Yeah. You go out sticking out of the top, and there's a glass floor, and nope. yeah, no, 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 Ain't no more. But we did. Oh, my brother in a couple of weeks' time. I've told him about the glass floor of the Willis Tower and told him he has to go up it and he has to stop being a wuss and walk across it. And he said, "No, over my dead body." So I'm like, "Okay, fine." Yeah. Well done, him. He's he's entirely yeah. correct. <laughs> well, I'm sorry to move on from the Beatles because we love talking about Beatles. Um, um, the 16. next one, the next one is another one that um, John chose. It's Paranoid Android by Radiohead. Okay, yeah. Um, I had Radiohead written down. But I wasn't yes. sure which one you would oh, go sorry, for. Oh, sorry, I could have let you guess. Sorry. No, well, I wouldn't have. I, I was going to go creep or um, um, fake plastic trees or maybe one yeah. of those, but well, no surprises. Was... No. No. No alarms <laughs> okay. and no surprises. Um, no alarms, no surprises. This came out um, when Mark and Lark were doing The Breakfast Show on Radio 1, which was went on for far too short a period as far as I was concerned. And they had the worldwide premiere of it and I was late for work. So there's no way I was going to miss it. And previously they brought out the Benz and it was kind of just very, very good classic kind of rocky guitar stuff. And then this comes on and you go, what the bloody hell is this? Mm-hmm. And it was just noises like I'd never heard on a single. And <laughs> after seven minutes, I just sat there and went, okay, um, need to hear that again it just blew me away completely um seeing them do it live is is something very very special seeing radiohead do anything live is something very very special um my friend russell found in a music shop in exeter he found a japanese import of okay computer a week before it was released over here so he came rushing in with it so ran up there and got it a week before it came out because i couldn't i couldn't wait i needed to hear the album and it's just ridiculously good Massive Radiohead fan. Seen them live a couple of times. Yeah. Um, no, Johnny Greenwood's soundtrack work 
lately in films, Oscar nominated for it as well, is just something else. He's an absolute genius. Um, yeah, totally bonkers. A lot of people, it's often at the top of greatest albums of all time, isn't it? Okay, computer. Mm. I've literally never heard a single Radiohead song. Oh, what? This is a music podcast, you see. This is what I have to put up with. That's <laughs> just, 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 you know, they're up there in the ether somewhere. Okay. No, they are. Well, interesting fact. Funnily enough, they were on a recording on the Parlophone label. Do you, do you know who else recorded oh, on the Parlophone label? Was that a band that were just went and had their own label because they got too big for their boots? It could be. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Deja vu. There's another, another big so. band that Parlophone had on. I'm not sure that you're going to have them in your list. I'll tell you what that is at the end. Okay. Right. Um. Anyway, From the sublime to the ridiculous. Um, yep. Relight My Fire by Take That. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, in the midst of all the 90s Britpop fabulousness, um, there's always room for a good boy band. And my friend Natasha got me into Take That eventually. I resisted for a bit, but I think when Prey came out, I was well and truly hooked. And this has just has really good memories of seeing them live and doing dance routines and and just fun. Despite Lulu. Lulu. I was just saying that's what I'm with Lulu, isn't it? Yeah. Can't really bear like the woman. Yeah. It's not his it's not a Barlow song, is it? It's not an original, is it? Was it? No, it's not an original. An old, I don't know who, song, isn't it? Yeah. yeah I really don't know like who did the original. Really but no, when I've really seen them do it live, we've had Alexandra Burke singing, which is infinitely better than Lulu. Yeah. Take that, yeah. You say pray, funnily enough, but yeah, I, I I didn't listen to. I mean, I listened to a lot of chart music, bought a lot of chart music, yeah. um, a lot from the eighties, uh, and pray was probably the the first one I thought, yeah, this is this guy. Oh no, a million love songs I think came out before it. He could write a yes. song, this guy. Oh god, yeah, right. He could write a song, um, and then and then they they made a comeback. That was a good comeback album as they well. They made several the... comebacks. They came back with four of them. Yeah, true. And then Robbie came back again. And now there's only three. So there's I've seen three. them in all their incarnations live. <laughs> There'll only be two one day, I guess. It would just be Gary Barlow. And... Barlow and his Barlow. ego. Yes. Won't he be in prison for tax evasion? That's a very Won't good point. That be the case? Yeah. He Doesn't he make wine he now? Doesn't he have his own vineyard or something? That rings a bell. Yeah, that rings a bell. Yeah, yeah, he does. My mate Martin used to be, um, was Gary Barlow's manager. Oh, right. Oh, really? Okay. Lots of dirt to dish? No, he worked worked for EMI and managed Queen and Thin Lizzy and Ultravox. Oh, Oh, okay. Yeah, same guy. And then when he had his own company, he had Gary Barlow. So, yeah, he looked after Gary Barlow right through Mm. until he retired. Gary was his star. Wow. It's quite a and star then to have. Appeared, then he appeared on Britain's Got Talent or something, was it? Or sort of X Factor? Something like that, wasn't it? I think it was X Factor. He was a judge on the X Factor. Yeah. But then even Bobby did that as well, didn't he? I've never Who? seen an episode of X Factor. I know Ever. Bobby was on it as well. No. Robbie, oh, yeah, he was awful. Well, he I is, thought. isn't he? Yeah, he's a, bit of a, he's a bit of a knob as well, actually, to be honest. A, he needs a slap. <laughs> Yeah, I'd, 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 I'd go with that. 
I'd go with that. Not not a huge fan of Robbie Williams. Gary Barlow, yeah, I think is is a major talent. He's a great songwriter. songwriter. I think "Rule the World" is probably Take That's best song. Yeah, that's a good as song. As far as good memories and and of yeah. happy times go, I'm going with "Relight My Fire." Okay. okay. Fair enough. Despite Lulu with an asterisk. Despite Lulu, yes, yep. indeed. Um, another one that John chose, unfortunately, which I couldn't veto because it's um, Thunder Road by Springsteen. Thunder Road, I've got hey! Thunder Road. I've got Thunder Road. <laughs> he gets it. Shoots and scores. <laughs> Back in the net. Right, I've got Thunder Road. We knew oh, you were going to Springsteen. It's a question of which one. So. Yeah, there's a lot of them. And I there is a lot Road. of them. It was almost... Um, it's my number one as well. Is it? It, it is. was almost. It's not, um, it's not oh God! It was almost brilliant disguise. It was almost um, human song, touch, which was yeah, I listened song. to a lot during the first lockdown. Actually, it seemed really apt. Um, I read a brilliant quote. Uh, this is um, Springsteen talking about Born to Run. He says it's an invitation to a better life, greater experience, hopefully more and better sex. Mm-hmm. more fun more sense of personal exploration and possibilities the idea that it's all just lying somewhere inside of you just on the edge of town mm-hmm. which i think is great and it sums up because the song is just total escapism isn't it it's yes, just it's, yeah, it's a brilliant song it's superb and i think and i again in total agreement with john his last two albums i felt and certainly i think western stars may well be my favorite of his i just think it's superb Herb. Yeah, the, 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 the most yeah, recent one, Letter to You, I think it was. That was that's great brilliant which, as well. Which is the one that's got, because um, I've got the one with Outlaw Pete on it, um, whichever that one is, that was for, that was six or seven years ago, I think. Mm-hmm. And um, But there's the, one of his recent albums is the one with um, We Take Care of Our Own, which I think is an absolutely brilliant song. Is that Wrecking Ball? Yeah, or Wrecking Ball. Rising? I don't, it's one or the other. I think it's one of them, isn't it? Yeah, yeah I think oh, that's, a, brilliant. that's a great song. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. He shows absolutely no sign of slacking. No, off. he's a, no, he doesn't. He doesn't. My, my, my favorite is the river. I would choose the river as my yeah. as my yeah. Springsteen. Just because I love, uh, we've had this conversation before. I love story songs. The song, um, you mean, or the yeah, no, the, the, song. No, the song. Okay. Yeah, the song, the song, think, the river would be my favourite. I think the river probably should have been a single album, though, shouldn't it? Some of it's quite bloated as far as yeah, the no, album no, goes. I'm, talk, I'm talking about the. I'm talking. He's about talking the about song. the track. Oh, yeah, I think that's his, his favourite. Yeah, track. Right. yes. Song. I mean, I love Springsteen, but if I had to choose a Springsteen song. Yes. One, it, 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 I mean, they're all stories. There's always Marys and Janes and and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, you it's, it's just, you can't, you can't. Um, I lost a friend of mine a few years ago and Western Stars had just come out and the last conversation I had with him was um, just about how glorious the strings are on the album. And then the film came out, the, the light, he plays the album in its entirety in his barn, in his back garden like you do. And um went to see that at my own on the cinema and had a, kind of dig my nails into my hands to stop crying yeah. at some of the songs. But yeah, anything off Western Stars would be really close, but but Thunder Road. It's just I had glorious. this conversation when John was on. Have you got the Sega sessions? Yes. That was the first tour I saw Springsteen on. I adore Isn't it. That a wonderful album. Mm-hmm. So I, I just think he does such a great job on yes. that. Yes. yes. 
I, it, because... was my, it was an outlier. I bought it and I thought, this could be crap. But mm-hmm. actually, I played it once and thought, oh, this is lovely. It's a really, it's really good brilliant, album. isn't it? And it's it's stories again, isn't it? You know, and, yeah, and, and, and I Everybody think it probably came up on... around playing in the kitchen, you know. It's just, yeah. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. And he yeah, came up on your protest songs um, pod as well, didn't he? Yeah. Or, yeah, yeah. yeah just... Mm. Always that Pete Seeger that came up, one of them. But but anyway, brilliant. Yes. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, really good album. Right. Yeah, Thunder Road. Appreciate that one. Definitely yeah. my favourite one. Thank so you. This is your, your penultimate now, isn't this? This is your fave. This is. And Ooh. this is a Blur song. Dun, 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 dun. Ah, now, okay, I've got Blur written down. Yes. And I haven't got a song, but I've picked an album that I think you might be taking it from. And I plumped for the album Modern Life is Rubbish. No. That is (laughs) so close. So close. That is my favourite album of all time, I think. That's why I picked that album. Yeah. You haven't got a song that you like more than loads of others, and you won't be on that album, will it? No, it's... It goes back to what Which I said about albums being a complete kind of entity and all the mm. songs kind of working together. Um, this is from The Great Escape, which is one of their worst albums, and it's The Universal. Yeah, yeah. Which is Quite, just um, gorgeous. Again, more sweeping strings, but yeah, Britpop in the 90s was my thing. I, I don't, the Universal, yeah. Tell me what the Blur hit singles are. The Universal. Park Life. Park life. Park I life. know park life. Girls Chemical and boys. For tomorrow. Yeah, girls and boys. Song oh, two. No, right. So girls Song and boys. Two. Girls and yeah. boys and park life. They're ones I know. Yeah. 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 That, I, I mean, joking aside, that whole period, all of that stuff. I love the Verve, but apart well, from that. Well, I can't bear the Verve. Yeah, I love Richard Ashcroft. I think he's just a brilliant songwriter. Oh, he's another Ian Brown. Well, I, is he? I, Mm. I saw him at the Isle of Wight a few years ago. He was brilliant. Anyway, so I love the Verve, and the rest I can take or leave. But I mean, yeah. I do know that life. And- you might recognise this. It's probably been. Has it been on an advert or something? I'm sure. British awful. Gas. His memory serves. British- it was a British Gas advert. I don't really watch telly, do I? And no, certainly not telly with adverts. So that was a very good rendition. Oh, I was going to say, it didn't sound anything like it. No, I did. Excellent. But nineties Britpop, indie disco, the blurs and suede's and elasticas of this world were just just my era. So many gigs, so many good times with so many wonderful people. And it just the line in there that gets me is um when the days seem to fall through you, well, just let them go. And that's just a nice thing to live by. Um mm. seeing them live. Uh, gosh, just before the end of the 2016 Olympics, I think they did some gigs at Hyde Park and they did like a warm-up tour and they came down to Plymouth and they ended with that and I was just sobbing. Mm. It was lovely. (laughs) If you've got this 90s thing, because that was your era, what Mm -hmm. what about bands like Massive Attack? I like Massive Attack. Yeah, I I like, you know, I like Tricky, I like Portishead. Yeah, Um, right. But it's it's the indie disco, pulp, blur, super grassy stuff. It's just just fantastic. We hadn't had a 
it was something for us to hang on to you know it was a it was a phase is the wrong word but it was a phase but it was just a new movement and it was really mm. exciting yeah, no I get and, that that was the same as the hippies in the 60s you know it's, it's yeah, that, that thing with your your era yeah, yeah. that's like it that. yeah um, so totally bonkers for the last song is um, I've got a band a down. Go on, oh, you tell me, you tell us. No, about. no, tell me what you think. No, I was, I was. Look, it's in the same sort of era as Blur, though. I'm, mm-hmm. I, I, I've got a band down again. I haven't got a song, but I was thinking Pulp. Oh, mentioned it, that was what reminded me. No, <laughs> sorry, love. <laughs> the Wrong last answer. one is. Um, Life is a Cabaret by Liza Minnelli. <laughs> well, I mean, that was flying in from left field. <laughs> Wasn't it? Nearly nose off and went over the boundary. Bloody hell. <laughs> Liza Minnelli. Liza it's Minnelli. just a song that reminds you to enjoy life from possibly the darkest musical that's ever been made. I'm a massive musicals fan. And the soundtrack for the whole film is incredible, apart from the scary Nazi song. But this is just, yeah. Go out and have fun while you can. Cabaret. Yes, Cabaret, yeah. Yeah. So it's See, just a... I, I, I remember Cabaret, version of Cabaret by Louis Armstrong. Did a oh. great Armstrong. Did a great arm. Or is it Louis Armstrong? Louis. I think he calls himself it's Louis. It's Louis, isn't it? Yeah, I think he calls himself Louis. I think it's Louis. Because he does, in a song, in, a, in the Hello Dolly song, it's Hello. This, this is, is Louis. Louis. And I think, yeah, yeah. Well, it's Louis Armstrong. But everyone yeah. calls him Louis. That's because he spells it Louis. If he'd spell it L E W I S, it would be Louis. L O L O U I S is yeah. his name. Yeah, yeah, that's right. As in all of the kings of France. Yes, who indeed. are all called Louis. Right. Therefore, he's wrong. So it should so be spelled as he's, as he's, he's pronouncing his own name wrong. Okay. So, <laughs> so it should be spelled L E W I S. So it should be hey? L-E-W-I-S, as in yeah. Huey. And Carol. <laughs> and, and as Carol. in Carol. So Lewis. Lewis I mean, Carol. Lewis Moody, the rugby player. Okay. We digress, though. He can pronounce, I suppose, his name the way he wants to. He can. And he pronounces it Lewis. Yeah. I'm still going to call it, it Lewis. Erroneously. <laughs> erroneously. He pronounces it Lewis on record, so, you know. He does, <laughs> so that's proof of the... Proof is in the pudding. Or proof that he's not brilliantly educated, alternatively, because he can't actually... (laughs) I think with a voice like that, he can call himself what the hell he likes. And also, he was a hell of a trumpet player. Anyway. Satchmo. Satchmo. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my 20. Double A side with, oh, what what a wonderful world, actually. Yes. I think it was. Has that got anything to do with Liza Minnelli? No, no, okay. Other than the fact that she did a version of Cabaret, she does have a terrific voice, right? right so that's oh, a decent bunch yeah. there, some of which that's I've heard of. 20. Most of well, which bubbling heard under, of. I've got bubbling um, under, yeah. Well, Designed for Life by the Manic Street Preachers Manic again, Street because Preachers. um, John, John had that, and it's just proper 90s anthem, as is Metal Mickey by Suede, who kind of kicked off the whole Britpop thing unwillingly. They didn't particularly intend on doing that, but they did. Um, Heatwave by Martha Reeves and the Vandellas, just because it's fabulous. Yeah, it and then, and every Martha. time I hear it, it just stays in my head for days. 
But and I mean, no, the bad Martha Reeves and the Vandellas song. I mean, they, no. they what they did, they were fantastic at. Magnificent. And the one that almost, almost made it is possibly the happiest depressing song of all time which is um it doesn't matter anymore by buddy holly and the cricket which i adore what a song that is he sings it so upbeat written by is your test oh i don't know paul anchor paul anchor what's it yeah didn't know that um, he just sings it so upbeat, but it's such a miserable lyric. He's having a terrible time. He's breaking up with this woman, but he sounds so upbeat and happy about it. Glorious. Upbeatly miserable. Yeah. It, you just think, my God, what else could he have gone on to do? You know, know, he just could have ruled the world. Was he 21, 22 when he died? Something insanely young like that. Did he? Yeah. Was he an aeroplane person? Yes. Oh, yeah. I'm just checking. Yeah, yeah. There's a horrible what, photo. What There's an awful photo of him lying in the snow and his glasses are kind of just within arm's reach. It's just hideous. Really? Absolutely devastating. I want to. But I no, no. I remember seeing that somewhere and just... Oh, just Yoko Ono style with the blood stained glasses of John Lennon. <laughs> I mean, she's not normal, is she? To be honest, no. I mean, bless- well, I think the Beatles documentary kind of um, proved that it wasn't down to her the split, I think, didn't no, it? No, well, we get back, yeah, it wasn't, yeah. Mm. I think she, she kind of she's owed an apology by a few people. But, um, but she is mad as a box of frogs. To be of course honest. she is. Of course yeah, she is. Her Twitter is just bonkers. Ah, oh, but she's got a great singing voice. D- d- she's got... <laughs> Paul Anker, yeah. So I was just double-checking my, my factoid. Yeah, it was written by Paul Anker. Just a brilliant song. Absolutely. But that was the closest to getting into the 20. Probably and, last, um, one of the last he, wrote, oh, he performed, I would guess. It was... I think it was released after he died, was it? Certainly was here. I think I think it was a posthumous. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It's certainly a posthumous. It got number one. It's his only number one. Ex- oh, no. Oh, is it? It's number one. Maybe that'll be the day got to number one as well. Can't remember. But that was the cricket. So I think this was actually just Buddy Holly. Um, but they had, a, I think it was a contractual thing. Some records were Buddy Holly. Some of them were by the crickets. It was on the, the previous label, which was, I think, Decker. Uh, I'm that sounds about right. Yeah, Desmond Decker. Yeah. <laughs> Desmond Decker. Um, Did he have his rights? <laughs> <laughs> are you on the gin tonight as well? <laughs> I like, I said, listen, Jackie I've got to drive is. home two hours. Uh, okay. No, I'm not on the bloody gin. No, okay, fair <laughs> enough. Oh, I will be on the gin when I get home. <laughs> I'm sure it was it was Decker, and they they. I mean, they had a few songs, including that will be the day, and that. When he signed for, they let him go. And he went to Brunswick label, and they said he cannot, he cannot record, he cannot use those songs. Um, so in the end, and that will be the day was one of them. So he had to re, he re-recorded it as the Crickets, not as Buddy Holly. So it was, oh. it was a, yeah. And I'm just, I, that may well have got to number one as well, but it doesn't matter anymore. Definitely did. One of those is number just one. Superb. 
So that's my bonkers playlist. It's a great playlist. Yeah, it's a great playlist. Um, again, there's a lot of 90s, which I know nothing about, but mm-hmm. that's not true because I know all the grunge stuff. But, uh, but you weren't expecting John from Richmond, were you? <laughs> no, listen, Jonathan Richmond, that came right out of left field, and I'm really impressed because Jonathan Richmond is terrific. What, I love it. Manelli didn't come out of left field? No, she, she <laughs> was far out of left field, but she buzzed us on our way into the airport. That was that was right out there. But good old Liza. Let's hear it for Liza. Well, I should but have got a playlist on Spotify for anyone who's interested. Yes, on Twitter and, for anyone who's interested. On, on and, when, and when we do the Springsteen special, Jackie's got to come on that. Well, yeah, she can come on as well. Yeah. Yes, please. Well, John wants to come on the Springsteen. Well, one. the Springsteen special is going to be about 15 people. Yeah. Absolutely. We can have both of them on, can't we? Yeah, talking about Springsteen. Um, and I, at least, I've got half a mark for bringing it on home to me. Jackie kindly gave me half a mark. Maybe I got another, I got a blur as an artist. You got a uh, full point for scenes. I got a radio head as an artist. Yeah. You got um, scenes from Italian restaurant. I got scenes from Italian restaurant and I got Thunder Road. So they're two yeah. songs. That's not bad. That's not bad. That's not bad. I'll take that. And well, party. Thank you very much for coming on, Jackie. It's been a pleasure. Thank yeah. you very much. I've thoroughly enjoyed it. Brilliant. Good times, good times. Good now, this podcast will be posted to um Anchor. And Spotify and Apple Podcasts as well. Plus, well, actually, any other your favourite podcast forum, um, they'll it'll be on there. And of course, one day it'll be on the BBC. The BBC, a slim Yeah, we'll be there. Uh, <laughs> this one might be the episode that makes it. Could it. be the one that gets us over the line. It could be the one that gets us over the line. That but last yeah, place in the Nellie's it. <laughs> Enjoy your gin, what's left of it. Hmm. Thank you very and much, sir. That's, and uh, thank you. Thank you for coming on. It's been great pleasure, as I said. And thank you, Sneaky Pete, for joining me once again. Yeah. Coming all the way over to the... Uh, city of Chelmsford. The city of Chelmsford. Yes, yeah, the yeah, city well. of Chelmsford. I really enjoyed it. Even Colchester's a city now, though. Did you see that? Yeah, I know. Everywhere. There's cities everywhere. Milton Keynes is a city, for heaven's sake. Oh, no. Milton Keynes. Bradford is the city of culture. What's that about? No, no. Yeah, no, no, no Bradford. No one's all right. <laughs> well, thank you anyway. And uh, yeah, so it's a good night from me. It's a good night from him. And good night from me. Up the Spurs. Good night from us. That's a good night from us. It is. Thank you, Shaggy. Thanks, Shaggy. <laughs> Thanks, Jackie. Cheers, Jackie. Pleasure. Take care. Cheers. See ya.